0: Experience, then this is the show for you. This is Up on Game with LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plaxico Burris.
1: Did you hear that? LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada,
0: Plaxico Burris? It's a show with three of the best to ever do it on and off the field. And now, here's Pro Bowlers LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion Plaxico Burris.
1: All right, welcome into the show, everyone. This is hour two. We got Cowboys talk. We got some more Commander talk. And in a moment, we have a legendary moment taking place. But first, brought to you by, well, one of our favorite cities. That's Las Vegas, the greatest arena on earth. Every game, match, race, and competition, it is always on. No one does sports like Vegas, and the excitement is endless. So make sure to plan your trip today at VisitLasVegas.com. .com. All right, fellas, let's jump into this week's legendary moment. Up on,
0: on gang, gang presents Conversations with a Legend. And now, this is your legendary moment.
1: With everything that you do and how you do it, when it's all said and done, right? the last words for Brandon Marshall, yeah. what do you want those to be? Wow. He was a part
2: of... Changed the way we think more so mental health mindset that's everything from people content. thought you were crazy that's right yeah
1: all them years ago yeah. when you were telling people like my mental health people yeah. were like brandon's crazy that's right he that's done right. lost his mind yeah. <laughs> yeah. meanwhile you're more brilliant than yeah. all these people that are sitting there yeah. saying that you're crazy
2: yeah and i think there's there, there some validity behind behind some of those discussions, not the crazy part, but like, did I need help? Absolutely. And And it's just the way we, it's how we have those conversations, you know, and and, and how we talk about the athlete. But, you you know, yes, I, I absolutely needed to sit down and reframe how I think. Right. And so I wouldn't be a part of that conversation. I, when, when people talk about me, I can't say oh, this is the sentence, that's the sentence, or these are the words. I just want people to be like, man, like when you think about what happened in the what he did in the mental health space is what Lance Armstrong Livestrong did in the cancer community. Thirty six million Americans personally affected by cancer. There's a hundred million Americans living with something when it comes to mental health. Indeed. And I want to lead that conversation.
1: So dope. So I mean I was—I mean, we were around, like we talked about our era. Now Brandon's a little younger than us, but we were around, and 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 the idea of, like, I just remember the conversations that were surrounding when the stuff was surfacing. He's right, and you were right about what you said, TJ. In terms of, that's what we would get if we said anything about any, like, you're not mentally tough or you're not focused in, or there was always some type of negative something. Connected to if you didn't feel right, if if something wasn't you know clicking the right way, and yes, we all sometimes need help. We all need assistance, and we all need to have the ability and the confidence. As we mentioned earlier on in the show, and make sure you guys go check out the the podcast. We we uh, definitely discussed. Uh, mental health and and the situation that took place with uh the young lady meyer uh from from uh, stanford guys like his legacy that he wants to be remembered by is his impact and and what he brought to the table for mental health and mental health awareness and and the obviously the the taking care of it the the Taking it away from being something that's bad and being
3: addressable. You know, how you guys feel about that? Hey, if we're being honest, some of these old school coaches, they still think you're crazy if you say something about mental health. Indeed. And and they'll deny that, but you're soft. Yeah, you 100% being soft. It's an issue and it's a problem. Just because you are a professional athlete, you have the same problems as everyone else. The crazy thing is this this is how me and and B. Marsh actually met, crazy. We're in Miami at the Super Bowl when the Colts played the Bears. We in the club, it was a little dust-up. And uh, we actually met during the dust-up. I'll leave it at that. And it was just – and Brandon was was at the forefront of this. And and this was so long ago that when he was saying – Listen, like my mental health, like I, I got to work on me. But because he was such a good player, they had to help him. Had it been someone else, or maybe it was someone else before Brandon, that he's out of you kinda, the league. You're out of the league because it's what you said you're looked upon as being soft, or you, you're just not mentally strong enough to go through this. And so, you're damaged, he was for sure, at least what I can remember, a pioneer in this. Him in football, the basketball player that went to Iowa State for basketball. I can't think of his name. Is it Royce White? I don't he, know. He, he, he was saying yep. that a long time ago as well, that the, and it, it was and the, NBA, the NBA thought he was crazy. He's been and, playing overseas for the last 10 or 15 right, years. he hadn't proven he never- himself, and so, oh, we're going to get him out the NBA. But Brandon had proven himself, and so I'm just glad that he was willing to put himself out there, Brandon Marshall, and the awareness is where it is now.
4: And hey, for me, you know, just uh, just knowing the culture and understanding the culture of, of professional sports and you know college and how we came up and how we were raised, uh, you know, I, th- I think pride gets in the way. I really do. Pride gets in the way of a grown man, and we find it embarrassing to actually to confide. And another grown man to tell them that we are dealing with a mental health issue or whatever the case may be. I don't think that I don't think I don't believe that you know they don't want help or these people don't want help. But I think the pride and 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 it gets in the way of you being able to get help and to solve whatever issue that you're going through. And you know, B. Marsh went through so a few things. You know, when he was young, coming up and and in all those issues that he dealt with. And he actually had the courage to step forward and say, hey, I need the help. And just like LeVar said in the interview, everybody thought he was crazy. Like, how can you be suffering from mental health? Like, you're a professional football player. You know, you're seen as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as a superhero to some of your fans and some of these people walking around in the street on a day-to-day basis. Huh? Mental health? What's that? But people forget that, you know, we're human beings also. I I just I think that this this conversation
1: will continue to grow. I'm happy that we you know, we're a part of of addressing it and a part of um, having dialogue about it because it's been long overdue. I think it's a travesty that you actually can re- really still say that there are people out there that are teaching, coaching and guiding our our, our kids and 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 they're still looking at this as, like you said, T.J, like you're, that's a problem. There, there's something wrong with you, or we got you know we got to go in a different direction from you because you know, there's something wrong. And and, the, and, most, not,
4: and, the, and, and then the most unfortunate part about this whole situation is that something like this, this tragedy, has to happen to people to for people to begin to start taking this very seriously. And a younger woman, you know, didn't show any signs of it, took her own life, and and this is what it, it, it takes. For people to understand and realize what Brandon Marshall and Simone Biles and all these people are going through, somebody had to take their own life and now is at the forefront. So now now the next step is to we, we need to start implementing programs in colleges and high schools and in professional sports for these people to be able to reach out to. You, and the main problem is, like, it's scary because there's no – there's no signs and people don't want to talk about it. That's the issue. I think that we're it's dealing with. It's the stigma. It's the stigma. Let you're, me let me put this one
1: out there for y'all because it's it's interesting that you say what you're saying. And I've always said I said why why shouldn't mental health become synonymous with physical health? Because if you think about it, the moment uh, an athlete gets injured, what happens? The doctors come running out. The trainers come running out. Everybody's assessing, addressing. Everybody who's spectating, they're addressing and assessing. Everybody's looking at it because it's it's tangible. Everybody can look at physical health and say, yep, that's a broken arm. That yep, that they, they broke their ankle there. That could be a torn ACL. We do it all the time. We speculate all the time when we see an injury take place. But what we don't look at is when they're walk or when they're walking off or when they're getting carted off and all those different things we're not addressing the mental health of them we're not looking at the mental emotional health of those guys when they go and they do their their rehab you know what
4: their rehab consists of physical you, uh, activities and you know what they're thinking uh, will I ever play again or will I ever be the same Th- those things are mental all and- the confidence is built through you doing your
1: exercises and getting that body part stronger, getting that body part whole again. We don't assess the value of where they are mentally. You, we don't, you know we don't do is? exercises and address where they're at and the stability of what they are emotionally and mentally. You, you
3: know, and, and Lavar, me, me and you are out here with the kids, and I do this with my kids, and, and this is how I break it down to them. And I say, hey, the game, mental to physical, give me a percent. And they'll say, oh, it's at least 80-20, maybe 90-10. And then I follow up and say, so why do you always call me saying, let's get on the field? Mm. If it's really 90% mental and 10% physical, I said, every time you call me, it's, hey, coach, can we work out? Hey, coach, can we work out? I said, so when are you going to start putting in 90% of the time mentally to get ready? instead of 90% of the time physically to get ready. That's a great I said, point. you have to make that make sense. If the game is so mental, why is all our time physically preparing instead of mentally preparing? If everybody says, oh, man, this game is so mental, all we do is prepare our physical. We don't prepare our mental. Let's just be honest. And so I try to do that with these kids now, and every time they go, oh, coach, here you go. That's what they ah, oh, coach, here you go. Yeah. But that's all we've ever heard. Oh, it's 80% mental. Oh, it's 90% mental. Then why is all my time spent preparing on the physical part of the game then?
1: I mean, why is it that there's an on-staff, like on, on-site on staff of at least, you know, one head trainer and assistant trainer, a whole bunch of uh, interns that help that, that so trainer? Oh, it's at least 15 of them. Right? Why is there not the same amount invested in the mental health when of these, we played these it was athletes. zero
3: now it's one i'm um, probably
1: one and, and you got to go like I mean you got to go it's outsourced right you don't have like your oh, physical therapist people are in house for these 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 sports teams they're on payroll, but when it comes down to having a facility that's state of the art. With cold baths and hot baths, and 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 tinge units, and 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 you know machines for all these injuries and all this stuff, yeah, yeah. you'll spend all these thousands and hundreds and millions of dollars on that. But there is no space for mental health. There is no state of the art. There is no going here, and 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 this is what you need for your mental health. And let's have four professionals here. It's something that really, at some point, really is going to need to be addressed. Because to me, why shouldn't mental health? Be synonymous with physical health? Why shouldn't mental therapy be synonymous with physical therapy? It's just something that needs to be discussed, everyone, and I think that that's something that uh, we all champion and support. And if we Uh, gotta push it, then we'll push it. There you go, and we're pushing it right now, and if there's anyone out there, that is in need of help, that are feeling dark thoughts or not feeling quite on balance or, or feeling as though you can't talk to, you know, somebody that's close to you, whether it be your parents, whether you are the parent, whatever it is that you're going through, you can get help. Make sure you hit the National Suicide Prevention Hotline up, 800-273-8255, if you're feeling any of these feelings and just need someone to talk to, all right? That was Brandon Marshall for our legendary moment. We have continued the conversation that, that has uh, come about from the, the, the tragic end of uh, Katie Meyer's life at, at Stanford. Um, we'll come back. We have more to get to. We'll, we'll get to the Washington uh, commanders. They, they're being aggressive. We'll have a conversation on that. Dallas, they're about to make a move seemingly. I want to know how TJ and Plex feels about that. This is up on game. Uh it's Fox Sports Radio and uh yeah, I'm Lavar Arrington by the way. I you know, I just I just support the two guys that y'all listen to. Uh we'll be right back right after these, these messages. <laughs> Welcome back into the show. This is up on game. This is with Plexico Burrs, TJ Hushmanzada, and myself, Lavar Arrington. Uh this has been a deep one today, fellas. I mean just had to just you know, sometimes you just gotta you gotta remind people why things matter, you know, and well, we have the platform to be able to do so. So shouts out to Fox Sports Radio for giving us this, this voice and giving us the opportunity, Scott and Don, you know, we appreciate all of this man and uh yeah, it's been good. So let's keep it moving. Um, reports. I love I, I, I love that that I'm going to get to say this to you guys because I'm I'm interested to hear where you guys go with this uh the commanders they've made some strong offers uh, or a strong offer i should say um who you think it is that they've made this strong offer for and it's at the quarterback's position
3: any takers any takers oh that that's easy uh let's say one russell wilson <laughs> Let's say one Russell Wilson. <laughs> and, and,
1: and you would be correct in that That guess. You win absolutely nothing but the opportunity to tell us why it is that you think it
3: was Russell Wilson. Listen, it's no secret that Russell Wilson wants out of Seattle. It, it's just, is it beneficial to him? Is it beneficial to the team that he's trying to get to? It, it's – it's one of those things where if he leaves Seattle to go to Washington, is he in a better situation? Is he with a better team? I, he's not going to make a lateral jump. So, you know, Russell Wilson keeps saying, oh, I want to stay in Seattle. And, oh, I, want, I prefer to be on the West Coast. And Seattle's saying we don't want to trade him. They're willing to trade him if the price is right. And Russell Wilson is willing to go. If it's not a lateral move, but I'm actually going to a better team. And so I don't know what's going to come of this. You got to salute Washington. They are not leaving any stone unturned. They're trying to find their quarterback because they feel they're a quarterback away from being an elite team. I don't this- see Russell Wilson going to Washington, but you, got, you have to get him props for at least trying.
4: Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Flex. Uh, that's uh, your uh, team. Uh. But that ain't my team. I grew That's up in Virginia. Team, it's not no. my team. i listen. Tell us about your I, childhood I, team, Plex. Come on, tell my us. My childhood team, because listen, I grew up in Virginia. Beach, Virginia, we've already had this conversation on numerous Mark occasions. Monk was your hero. Mark Monk was my hero. Doug Williams. And was the your only QB. games that we got on Sundays were the wa- was Washington,
1: Gary Clark, was and bad. You know, we
4: had three channels. We didn't have cable. We had Channel Three, Channel Ten, and Channel Thirteen. And you So got, one you of got those Washington. channels on Sunday was was Washington. Your favorite team Listen. growing up. Come on, tell me. <laughs> Washington <laughs> acquiring Russell Wilson, man. this is not, and it, this is not a situation where this is going to make them a, a championship-contending football team. To like, just like TJ said, I, I don't think this decision for him going to Washington is going to change anything as far as where they where they are in the NFC East, and it is. The uh, Seattle Seahawks are not going to get a better quarterback out there on the market. I don't think better than Russell Wilson, who's going to come in there and both make these two organizations, you know, have make playoff runs. With with that being said, the Seattle Seahawks are arguably the worst team in that division based off of what we saw last year. So is he going to a better football team in Washington? I don't believe so. Maybe defensively. But far as the offensive, him playing with Tyler Lockett and DK Metcalf, you make that transfer, you go to Washington, you're playing with McLaurin and a few other guys at the skill position. At the skill position, but from a you know from making that move to have a chance to compete for a championship, because the longer you play in this league, you see that window begin to shorten. It, but he's already won a championship. But you. You want to go into a season having that expectation and that, and that new excitement to be able to go out and compete and to win a championship. And right now in the NFC West, they're probably dead last, and if he comes to the NFC East, nothing's going to change as far as the ranking is, cons- is involved. So I don't think it benefits him at all to, to go to Washington.
1: Ian Rappaport reported that Washington offered multiple first-round picks to get him. My my question to you guys. My next question would be, would he be able to? Because I think there's only one thing left to check off on his list as a as a player. As y'all mentioned, he did win a national. Uh, well, he did win a, a, a championship, a Super Bowl championship. Uh, he has been in two. He's 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 played at a high level, but has never been seriously considered to win the MVP of the league. Do you think that going to Washington would give him that opportunity? And let me open it up a little bit more for y'all. Do you think that, or, or what I say, what is the better team? Is there a team out there that you think he would go to that would give him that opportunity to become relevant enough or good enough on the field to actually start getting votes and possibly get uh,
4: MVP of the league, MVP of the league. Yeah, I don't care. I don't care where he goes. He's not going to be in the contention to be an NFL MVP for the rest wow. of his career. Those days have long surpassed him. I mean, They're let's gone? just let's just get to the real potatoes place. of this conversation. I mean, right is Aaron Rodgers <laughs>
1: the same age or older than <laughs> Aaron Rodgers? But he's playing with he's playing with a the lot run- of- the, People I believe Russell
4: MVP? was 30 with Adams. I mean, come on, you're talking about the best wide receiver in all of football. I mean, now, you're talking about him going Lockett, to you talking about him going to Washington and being a potential MVP candidate. Come on, man, what are they serving you out there in California? I said, I'm asking you. I didn't say it doesn't. Well, I said, I'm, I'm asking a question. You, what, hey, listen, one situation that I love Russell Wilson to be in. He's he, he still. Effective in the pocket. He, he's mobile enough to get in and out of the pocket to make plays. I love him going to steal a nation. Why not? It makes all the sense I, I, in the world I, I to me. They, that, have, they, that, have they have a great young defense. They have a great young defense. They have all the skilled position players that Najee Harris coming out I'm of the backfield. Chase, Clay, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson. They have a good uh, young group Ray of Ray McClell- talent that yeah. he can go in and, and, and make his imprint on his offense. And trust me, Mike Tomlin would be more than happy to uh, welcome Russell Wilson into to be his quarterback. Listen, the Pittsburgh Steelers have had franchise quarterback for, what, 18 years? Right now... Mason Rudolph is your opening day starting and quarterback. Geez, I don't happens. think that's your best option. It can happen. You, I, I don't think you need a first round pick for the next, no, for next year, maybe the next two years. You can afford to give away a, a first round pick, maybe for this year and the following year to acquire Russell Wilson. Because You know, Pittsburgh you not, doing you, that. You know right now, looking at your situation, you know that Mason Rudolph is not the guy. To lead the Pittsburgh Steelers no. for Mike Tomlin, if you want to have a 14 consecutive winning seasons, it ain't going to be. With you that. have to get your new quarterback under center. Sheesh. Not easy?
3: If they're if they're willing to give up the world for Aaron Rodgers, what these teams are willing to do, you you got to give up quite a bit to get Russell Wilson. He's younger. He, he's not Aaron Rodgers. But, you, but he ain't he ain't he's far from bad. No, he Russell Wilson can play. He's far from bad. It's just a matter Russell of Rudolph. does he does he want <laughs> to go away these, from Russell? Rudolph does he want to go play for these or, teams though? Rudolph. Like, and, and and that's the thing. Like, will Russell Wilson be okay with going to Pittsburgh? It's he said, I want to stay on the West Coast. How many teams on the West Coast uh, need a quarterback? The Niners. Hmm. And, and so that that's the thing, like.
4: Denver can't, can't be choosers. Man, I don't believe that, man. I, I don't believe when players come out and make these comments and these remarks saying that, you know, where they want to stay and where they want to go. If the, if, the, if the situation presents itself is, is correct for Russell Wilson to go to Pittsburgh or wherever that be, I don't care if it's in Cleveland. If the money's right and the situation is right, if he's going to a better team, and you're going to have an opportunity to compete for a championship, I think that trumps all. Hey, There's man, no place, place for him to play hey, quarterback on the West Coast. Where's hey, he going? It don't
3: matter where they play, the money going to be the same. They're going to get paid regardless if they play in Seattle or on the moon. The
4: money going to be the same. There's no quarterbacking situation available for him on the West Coast. Where's he going to go? Go to the rival? Yes. San Francisco 49ers? They can't. They, they wouldn't, they that wouldn't do that. The, yeah, the they Seahawks that would happen. not. They wouldn't do that. And so...
3: He, he wants to be out here, and so you want to be out here in the ah, sunny skies nice. and it palm nice. trees. It's a it nice day nice. out here Play How you doing out there in Jersey? I forgot to ask you. I feel it bad. It's
4: nice. Who, who, you talking to me? Yeah, how's yeah, it out it's, there? It's nice oh, oh, hey, you know it's, it's you know it's pleasant that you guys asked about you know how I was doing, what kind of mind frame I was in. So.
1: Yeah, how are you? Is your mental health good in that cold weather?
4: My mental health is good. It's very cold.
1: Checking in. That are you happy? True.
4: You good? <laughs> yeah. Good. How's your happiness? Yeah, okay. I'm very happy. You can see all 42. I'm all very right. happy.
1: Y'all seem to be really dialed in on this quarterback talk, so we're gonna keep it quarterback um, topic friendly. We're gonna go Baker Mayfield, but first. Man, that's where not Aaron
3: Rodgers is? Aaron Rodgers, right. standing or going? That's,
4: Baker Mayfield is that quarterback friendly conversation? Let's okay, just, well, let's well, then, that let's, let's let's put that on deck then. Like, but let's go to
1: David G first, and let's get this uh, let's get this trending from the strong man, the guy that could beat every other uh, trending uh, report person in arm wrestling and thumb <laughs> wrestling all at the same time. Go ahead. What hey, why you
0: guys G? are talking quarterbacks? Can I at least ask uh, TJ who his Bengals are going to pick up in the first round? On the offensive line
3: man david g that's a great question we just just some help (laughs) no 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 look look, you go you go to iowa iowa (laughs) bama wisconsin all right yeah notre dame those three schools produce linemen
0: yeah so you're telling me that nobody on the offensive line at penn state nobody on the offensive line from michigan
3: state no not saying that that's not the case but those three schools yeah you're Those saying, guys go to work. 10. Yeah, yeah, that's the ten now. That's, hey, we, we, hey we
4: did plow the way for the nation's leading rusher. You did that, do that. Okay. You did, did do that. Yeah, that's Did you see what he ran?
3: Down. Oh, mm. yeah, Kenneth Walker. He ran four three nine. Mm. It's not bad. Rolling, not bad. <laughs> I saw
0: that stat yesterday. Was it seventy times Burrow was sacked this season, including the post uh, postseason run? too many oh unbelievable i wish
4: i still had whitworth yesterday <laughs> <did> wish that
0: <laughs> guys uh, college basketball right now number t- uh, 13 tennessee up by 11 over 14th ranked arkansas 54 43 lsu and alabama near the end of the uh, regulation under seven minutes to play in fact Bama has a three-point lead in that contest number 11 villanova's club and butler by 25 57 32 is the score under 10 minutes to play and regulation there, nothing doing just yet in the NBA. But the Warriors and Lakers do play tonight at 8:30 Eastern. Golden State at Crypto is a six-point favorite in that ball game. Anyone thinking the Lakers are going to win?
4: Only six. Only six. <laughs> only wow. six indeed. Twenty-six. Oh man, wow. Zion I'm definitely taking that bet. Zion They're Williamson
0: soccer. is uh, cleared Yikes. for wow. basketball-related activities. He's come back Stay from Portland. Uh, foot is obviously rehabbed in the National Football League. Brian Greasy makes a return to the league. It's itself uh leaving the booth from ESPN and he's going as a quarterbacks coach the San Francisco 49ers
1: <laughs> fellas
0: speaking of quarterbacks back to you guys
1: all right speaking of quarterbacks let's keep the conversation going I mean Baker Mayfield how does he win in this situation they're not going to give him an extension it seems as though it sounds by all reports that they are going to stick with him this season and give him the opportunity to possibly play himself into a new contract can he navigate this the right way fellas is he in a position to to na- is he good enough to navigate this the right way what 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 would be your take on what Baker needs to do in order to get to that next level of pay and 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 maybe that next level of how he's he's considered and and referenced as A quarterback. He is a franchise quarterback for Cleveland, but is he a franchise quarterback in the league? I mean, you could tackle all of
3: these questions however you want to tackle them. He must play better. It's simple as that. And it's going to get harder now. It gets harder because you had OBJ. You have, but I believe it's going to be had, Jarvis Landry. So now you're going to be playing... With receivers that are unproven and many will say less talented than what you've had. You couldn't get it done with them. The road's going to get a little bumpier and a little harder. What he needs to do is play better. What he needs to do is ignore the noise that's outside of him. Ignore that. Focus on becoming a better player. Focus on becoming a better person, a better quarterback, a student of the game. Everybody's going to have an opinion on you. And when it's good, um, you ignore it. And when it's bad, you ignore it and focus on you because he hears too much outside noise. The Cleveland Browns have a great team around him. And many will say he's the reason they're not reaching our potential. Yeah, he was injured. Everybody has injuries. But when you have the talent that he had at receiver and you can get it done – and you're going to go into this season with, at least on paper, less talented pass catchers, it's only going to get harder for Baker. And so my advice would put your head down and just work on you as a person and as a player, and if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Baker was the number one pick, and so using this, oh, man, I'm, nobody believes in me, nobody's doubting me, Nobody, everybody doubts me. Bro, you were the first pick of the draft. Everybody believed in you. Nobody's (laughs) doubting you. Those days of being the underdog are over, bro. Like, you can't use that anymore.
4: Hmm. Y'all like commercials, too. Hey, luckily for these quarterbacks, man, the the quarterback market for them, it is what it is. For them, it it doesn't matter if if you're Kyler Murray, (laughs) if you're ranked 14th or 15th in the league, in the NFL. You're still in the, in the realm of making 40-plus million dollars. You're 14th in the NFL. How crazy does that sound? Mm. But for Baker Mayfield, the, the Cleveland Browns are just basically telling him, listen, we really don't believe in you. And you know what? We're not going to extend you this offseason. We're going to make you go out and earn your contract. When, when the last time you, have you heard that from an organization, from a number one pick going into the final year of the contract? Cleveland Browns, because they don't believe that Baker Mayfield is a franchise quarterback. I've been saying that for a long time. He's a good player. You look at all those players that were drafted in, 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 in that NFL draft, I believe it was, it was back in, what, 2000 and – what you 18? Uh, it's 2018. Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Four years. And yeah. Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes and all of these guys, and he gets drafted first. They must have saw something that we didn't see. But now they're actually getting what they drafted, and he, they don't consider him to be a franchise quarterback. But you know he, he the OBJ's no longer there. You have you have a uh, Landry, and he. I don't think we, he really think has, he the has the skill position players to really to really take that next jump to be an elite quarterback. He's basically gonna to have to go out and put the be, put together the best season that he's ever had statistically. If, if, if even, even if we want to begin to talk about him believe, uh, being an elite quarterback, I don't think it's going to happen.
1: I think he's going to have to take them as far as he's ever taken them to. Not just statistically. He's going to have to take them further than, than the second round of the playoffs as well. And if he's able to do that, then he's going to be able to write his ticket for whatever his contract is going to be. If he doesn't, yeah, it'd be interesting to see how that all plays out, but hey, we'll get to that, uh, and and we'll be here to talk about it. Uh, this this situation uh, that that I'm about to hit you up with right now is is all about hiring, and and if you're trying to get that whole hiring deal going on, and you want to heat it up, well, indeed, hiring platform makes it easy to attract, screen, and interview candidates all in one place. Sponsor a post instantly receive a short list of quality candidates and indeed whose resumes match your job description all right visit indeed.com credit uh for for more details uh Next up, um, we're going to do some crosstalk with Joy Taylor. I messed up and tried to put something between, you know, you know, before Joy's name and introduce her that way. But this week, I'm not going to make what? the same mistake and get. Yeah, I know. It's just Joy Taylor from from here on out from me. Uh, Joy Taylor, the homie. Joy Taylor. How about that? Uh, yeah, we'll get we'll get some crosstalk with her on the other side of this break, wrap up the show. You're listening to Up On Game. It's TJ Hutchman's Eyes, Plexico Burris. I'm Lavar Arrington. This is Fox Sports Radio. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it, you listen to it, I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.
1: All right, welcome back in. Um, if you missed anything, you know, make sure you check it out on, on the podcast, wherever it is that you download your podcast, uh, Up On Game. And there's Up On Game Presents as well. ton of great content for you guys uh, to check in on. I know we were saying we were going to have Joy on, but I think Joy might be prepping somewhere right now. Uh, So instead of that, we'll pay off a a tease. Uh, The Dallas Cowboys, they seem to be thinking that they're going to release Amari Cooper. I don't know what the cap implications or the situation did cap and all that stuff with Ezekiel Elliott. But do you get rid of Amari Cooper or do you get rid of Ezekiel
3: Elliott? Man, that's a – number one, you can't get a Zeke. You can't get rid of Zeke. You can't get His rid salary of him is finan- guaranteed. financially. It's guaranteed. Okay. His All salary right. is guaranteed, so you basically – and has to be paying him to play for someone else. Amari Cooper is slated to make $20 million. Amari Cooper can play. He, the, the amount of separation that he creates – is second and none when you, when you talk receivers in the league. But when you look at his stats, his stats does not mirror his salary. And so that's the problem. But what the Cowboys need to look at is this. When Amari Cooper plays, Dak Prescott does well. When Amari Cooper does not play, Ah Dak doesn't do so well. They need to look at that. And they have good receivers on that team. But then the number two becomes a one, uh, the three becomes a two, so forth and so on. Are those guys ready for that situation? Who would I get rid of? Zeke isn't going anywhere. If I could find a way to make it work with Cooper, that's what I would do. But if I'm him, am I taking anything less than $20 million? Because on that open market, he's going to make that up. So the Cowboys are in a lose-lose situation.
4: Wow. Hey, I I really believe that the Dallas Cowboys are close. They aren't that far away. I think they need another year or two to really gel together as a team and compete for for a world championship because defensively, I think they have one of the best defenses in all of football. Offensively is where they tend to struggle at. And just like TJ said, Amari Cooper is a $20 million a year player. And – for the Dallas Cowboys for them to release him or cut him that is going to, it is only going to cost the Dallas Cowboys six million dollars on a cap, and that number alone is that that's the reason why he will become a casualty is because they are they they are willing to pay the six million on the cap if they trade if they if they cut him or release him but I don't think that that they are willing to pay him the twenty million dollars in salary for the season with the production that he's been putting out. If you're a $20 million a year receiver, then you are supposed to be the dominant uh, alpha, number one wide receivers and be creating a separation and and, get, and, and, and uh, having numbers similar to Devontae Adams or, or along those lines, and he's light years away from that kind of production. Obviously, he's playing with, with uh, Aaron Rodgers, but when you talk about a $20 million salary, And some of the games that he's played and if he shows up, then it's a different outcome for that offense. They really believe that if they do cut or release him, that uh, C.D. Lamb can fill that void and be what Amari Cooper is or maybe even better. So that $6 million cap number when they release him, they're willing to deal with that instead of paying him the $20 million, which which they don't believe that he's living up to. All right, we got two minutes left
1: before we get up out of here. You mentioned Aaron Rodgers earlier. I mean, Devontae Adams—they—they they got cap issues. I mean, is this—is this a scenario where we see Aaron Rodgers go somewhere else, or is he staying? He continues to not answer where he thinks he's going to go
3: or what he wants to do. What do you guys think? He's torn. Uh, I said it earlier in the week on FS1, I believe Aaron Rodgers is gone. And the fact that they hired one of his favorite coaches and Tom Clements back and the things that they're doing to just get on the same page, I wouldn't say appease him, but just trying to get on the same page, is weighing on him and wanting him to reconsider standing Green, Green Bay as opposed to leaving I believe he's going to leave because his mind was made up to leave, but doing those things is stressing him out as far as going to stand.
4: Plax. I don't think it's going anywhere. Devontae Adams will get the franchise tag. Aaron Rodgers will receive $50 million a year. They've already made a scapegoat from the playoff games with the two-block kicks by firing (laughs) the special teams coach. They bought in Tom Clements. Aaron Rodgers is staying put in Green Bay, but they will sacrifice the defense to keep him. I've been said he's going to be back. I think he's going to be back. Guys, I hope y'all enjoyed the show.
1: Make sure you stay locked in, tuned in. Joy Taylor's coming up next. You'll enjoy that show very much. Uh, hope you guys enjoyed ours. Make sure you check us out on the podcast, on social media, on Twitter, on uh, 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 what is that? What is that called? Instagram. That's it. We'll check y'all next week. All right. Peace.